Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 154, an episode that uh, promises to be a favorite amongst some people, I suppose, if they don't like John Cullen, because he's not here today. Uh, in his place, we'll get to our guest host in just a moment, but my name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Heck. And uh, sitting in for John this week, who has just abandoned the podcast, just left us to rot as he runs off to Toronto and revels with all of his old Ontario pals. You know him, you love him. This is his third appearance on the program. Fan favorite, Ryan Williams. Ryan, thank you for doing this. I love curling too. Good to be here. Yeah, you said you stopped drinking also, so you're really... Oh, yeah. I'm trying to become John. I'm going to, while he's gone, I'm going to try on some of his clothes and just pull up. Man, that, this is completely off topic already, but there's this dude, this crazy homeless dude in my hometown, and it was like a big story that he was like just driving around. He's from New Brunswick, and he pulled up on this ranch and just started like living in the ranch for like a week, but he kept a diary. Uh, and it would just be like about, he's like, oh, good day on the ranch today. Like, got to pace myself, though. Like, can't stress myself out. This like, is in the Okanagan, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, it was a crazy oh, story. Oh, was this like the, was it uh, Shoe Swap? Is that, it, was it? Kind of in, in that area, yeah. Okay, was this, the, was this a few years ago where the guy was like breaking into people's cabins and living in them? Or? <laughs> no, I think you're thinking of a different guy. This one was okay. in the Okanagan. It was like He near, only broke into one ranch. In the Kelowna oh, okay. area. And he was just like okay. living in these people's houses and talking about like all these responsibilities that he had now that he had to okay. take care of this property. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm thinking of the, pre- the previous guy. I think this was like the early 2000s maybe, the guy I'm thinking of. Yep. Who would like bust it into like several cabins. Yeah. And he- would never like hack anyone or anything. He would just like take some food. Yeah, that guy was cool. He lived in the woods. The guy who like moved into a house and then tried to take over their lives. That's a little spookier. Like that's like that's like a a movie Robin Williams would try Oscar bait for in the early 2000s. Like it's oh, yeah. that level of creepy. Absolutely. That is the most bang on correct analogy. No, yeah, he was like wearing their clothes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he- that's what I'm going to do with John. <laughs> what is like what I'm trying to think of like John's clothes. Like he's very he's very into like like short sleeve button downs, or like yep. a, I would say a graphic with tee. Like graphic tees and short sleeve, like not like the button down you're wearing, Justin. Yeah, but like a button down with like a bunch of like little dots. Yes, you know, it's like a navy love- button down with white dots. Mine's floral. It's too showy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dot- that to me is the classic uh, John shirt. <laughs> well, we're gonna get into some classic John things uh, probably a little later during the the questions. Uh, but uh, Ryan, thank you for for being here. Thanks for, for having me. In. You really, it feels like uh, you know I I can be at ease. I don't have like somebody just at my throat waiting for me to screw up so they can jump on every little mistake I make over the course of the program. So I feel relaxed already, and I hope the listeners do too. Well, you shouldn't be relaxed. That's no way to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm taking over for John. <laughs> 
gonna so make I, fun of you fainting all this episode. I have John uh, open in another call right now, and he is listening in. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. He will, he will relay uh, what he wants me to to, to say to you. Uh, <laughs> See, I know that's pleasure. not true, though, Stefan, because I know uh, that at this exact second, uh, John is currently living his best cottage life. The guy's so fucking Ontarian that he goes back for like five days and is he's found some he, time to be cottage john he has apparently. there's wi-fi at that cottage so he's he's in my ear right now i got him i got him right here he says uh, uh he says you know pretty good intro <laughs> okay okay thanks john thanks john okay so far yeah but uh, that- and he also says uh go ahead and try on all of his clothes oh wow i didn't so. expect that but i'm yeah i'm, I'm yeah. i appreciate that that's like another classic divide though between ontario and the West Coast. Cottage it's not just cabin. that we call it kickball and they call it soccer baseball, which is extremely fucked up, obviously, as we've covered multiple times yeah. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a kid in Alberta, and he was like, I always thought it was called – he didn't realize until we were at a thing. He was like, oh, maybe it was because they were racist because where I grew up, they called it Chinese baseball like because you, you use your feet. <laughs> No, Chinese baseball is just baseball. They yeah. love baseball over there. <laughs> yeah, but he was from Edmonton, so that sounds like something an Edmonton gym teacher. Oh, yeah, fucking Chinese baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so we we call it. I mean, we call it California kickball out here. Yeah, right? California like, kickball. Yeah, that's very much a BC thing, though. But th- so that or kickball are acceptable. I mean, we're, I don't want to relitigate. Yeah, but but what I'm trying to drive good. at here is that nobody calls it a fucking cottage. Yeah. on the West Coast. No, it's cabin makes cabin makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, it's, way more sense. Nobody's yeah. getting away to the cottage in, in BC. <laughs> I almost fell out of the chair already. <laughs> this is a classic, classic Goldilocks scenario. He's sitting in John's chair. Yeah, and it's yeah, I broke it. <laughs> He's drinking John's coffee. He'll be eating John's porridge later. Yeah, I'm gonna be eating his cabin cheese later. <laughs> And John, so John has beer in his fridge, though. I do want to touch on yes. that for a second. I don't really want to talk about it because then he'll know that I took a beer. <laughs> well, he knows. He's already, again, he's in my ear. So he's. <laughs> right. He knows. Uh, and he said, uh, you guys can drink the anime beer as well if you want. So. Sick. Yes, there was yeah. a Fuggles and Warlock beer in there, but I decided to go for the cheap stuff. I figured he wouldn't miss the Budweiser, but he probably won't miss any of it because that's his brand, is to be, of course. Not drink. Yeah. yeah. You so should take weird. like one case of sparkling water and see if he notices. <laughs> well, that, that would definitely be noticed. What I would do, though, like that's, that's how straight-edge kids have to like uh, – the, or the children of straight-edge parents. You got to like drink the sparkling water and then like top it up with real water. <laughs> 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 Just a chill, just a child being like maliciously beaten because his father's just screaming like, "This tastes like Soda Stream." <laughs> I could tell the difference. Did, so did John leave you guys a key? What was the deal? Or did you break in? Uh, he left the key with a uh, friend of the show, Josh Custodio, because okay. we also yeah. record top marks here. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He, just, he didn't trust you with the key. No, he did not. <laughs> Nobody trusts me with anything. <laughs> But I have the key now. It's in my possession. I'm going to leave it with Ryan so that he can uh, go in and out of the wardrobe (laughs) as he sees fit. Yeah. I'm just going to sign. I'm going to an open mic tonight. I'm going to sign up as John Collin. (laughs) Do his jokes. Wear his glasses. Yeah, wear his glasses. It'll be fun. Hell yeah. 
Um, Close with the the joke about the tearaway pants. Yeah, and oh man, if he had tearaway pants, he might. Yeah, maybe he does. Yeah, never know before if you don't rummage through his pants drawer. I feel as though we should actually at some point during the show rummage through his clothing. I mean, yeah, I'll take a quick intermission and go check it out. Just bring a couple shirts in and we can we can roast his, his clothing. <laughs> I can't I can't roast anyone's clothing. Like I had I was in a Canadian indie movie like two weeks ago and the wardrobe person was just like, Okay, can I just like come look at your clothes and see what what works? Like she came to your house? Well no, I said no, I made up a lie that it wouldn't work with my scheduling because I like <laughs> looked, I only had like seven shirts and I didn't want like a woman whose job is like to be professionally cool just to be like, Oh, this is it, eh? Like <laughs> to come into your room too to look in your closet. Oh just yeah, everything just, about this. Just see my Two hundred dollar IKEA bed, just like, oh, uh, just, oh god, like I don't want to see a person that I don't know and I'm not going to be intimate with ever see how I live. Like that is, <laughs> that's my biggest fear. Like I would, I'm not going to open up like that to be in a Canadian movie that I'm not even getting paid for. So, so I, what you, what you end up doing with the clothes then? I, I, I just lied. I was like, does this? I would show her pictures of stuff. I'd be like, does this work? And then she'd, yeah. she'd be like, send me more. And I'm like, my phone's dying. <laughs> <laughs> I totally own more shirts, though. <laughs> you get to your seventh shirt. You're like, no, I'm going into a tunnel forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was playing this dude, uh, a make-believe version of a guy's friend. So they had this guy's clothes that I wore. So uh. that was like hella weird. Uh yeah. Been doing, uh, and the guy's name was John. <laughs> I can't. I, you were wearing John's clothes. I was wearing John's clothes. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, you I, go. I, I got a thing for John's. <laughs> <laughs> Been doing some acting lately. Yeah, just that. It was uh, it was pretty fun. Like I got, I think I got addicted to smoking prop weed. It was, it was really fun to smoke <laughs> fake weed. <laughs> well, so what is that exactly? Is it just like it's a type of tea? And it looks okay. it looks like busted up weed, and it burns pretty well. Yeah, and it's just like. Cause I've I've like I've been, I've like when I hit twenty and like whatever mental illness started peaking up like I couldn't smoke weed anymore. Yeah, I'd be that guy who's like, hey, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Which is the, <laughs> so I stopped smoking weed, but it was like so fun to feel like I was sixteen again and like rip bong tokes like they weren't even filming. It was uh, we set off the smoke <laughs> alarm in the house by just like taking too many fake bong tokes. What does it taste like? It's just like, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have much of a taste to be honest. Like it's yeah. it's not as bad as cigarettes or intense as weed. But it definitely, yeah. we were doing like those gravity bonk things as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so like when you would swallow it, that was pretty gross, like burping up tea smoke. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. I some people didn't like the taste, but I got hooked, man. Yeah, well, it was the taste or just the process of doing the it? Process. It made me feel cool for once. Yeah, it sounds like just the act of burning it was relaxing. For yeah, you. smoking fake joints and like <laughs> it was awesome. So now I want to like go to comedy shows and bring like fake joints and then just like pretend to be in the circle and be like, yeah, I'm cool. Like, I, I don't have general anxiety disorder. I can smoke this. Hey, man, can I get a drag off that? No. No, <laughs> no you don't want this shit. This shit will put you on your ass. It's too man. potent. You can't handle it. Oh. Fuck, Ryan's got some good shit. I could smell that. <laughs> It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have it. A, it doesn't have a weed aroma. Um, it's like incense a little bit, or no, like it doesn't really smell like anything. Like it's that's the thing. Like it didn't stink up the house we were in because we were smoking a lot of it. So that was fun. <laughs> I love that you're just smoking it. 
like the cat, in between takes. Yeah, in between takes, it got like it got ridiculous. It was so much fun. Like, yeah, being yeah being in shitty uh, in not just Larry shitty, but like a low budget movie where like no one's there to yell at you, kind of thing. Yeah, like your friends directing it. So like, yeah, you just eat chips. They have like craft services. So you eat chips and smoke fake weed. It's pretty fun. Well, that's how yeah. I feel about the podcast this week. There's no one here to yell at me, so it's going well, well. again. He's, he's, <laughs> he's listening. Folks, I want you to know Stefan is tapping his ear every time yeah. he does that. So John says that uh, he will be yelling at you <laughs> at some point. No, uh, I, don't, I don't want to bury John too much here because he actually did something very nice. He was at the uh, uh, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment team store in whatever that building is called now. Is it Scotiabank Arena? It's Scotiabank now, I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, he was at the team store like two hours after they traded Demar uh, for Kawhi Leonard, and like instantly the deep discounts on anything related to Demar Derozan like hit the store <laughs> immediately. I got uh, a Swingman jersey for thirty five dollars, which like a jersey for you know the guy who's probably like the greatest Raptor of all time. Like this is gonna have kitsch throwback it's value. It's not gonna go out of. I mean, it's like you can wear like a you can wear like a Burray jersey. Yeah, yeah. still like or like yeah. ten years from now, it'll be like wearing a Vince Carter jersey today. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's totally fine. So with a Swingman jersey, is that that's like one step below authentic? Yeah, or there's kind of the one in between. The, the NBA does like three tiers where yeah. like the replica sucks ass. It's like. All of the like lettering and numbering and logos look like they're just like screen printed or ironed on, and they yeah. crack to shit if you ever wash them. Yeah, like I yeah. have a Jonas Valanciunas jersey that looks like Jonas played in the nineteen seventies. <laughs> I got it like five years ago. Yeah, uh, so it's not great, but uh, yeah, the Swingman is like the low drop down from authentic, but it okay. looks legit. so. It's not it's not stitched on, but it looks like it's stitched on, but it's like probably ironed on. Ironed on. It just yeah. has like a texture, right? That replicas do not have. Okay. Anyways, okay. he he also picked up a uh, Demar Derozan Funko Pop for the studio. Perfect. Which yeah. uh, was down to four dollars from twenty, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So okay. uh, you know he's he's he did nice things for me. I don't want to bury yeah, him yeah. too much. Well, for me also. I mean, I'm not there, but yeah. Uh, Ryan, what do you think of the studio? Man, this is fucking cool as shit. This is bigger than the bedroom I live in. <laughs> so already, like, pretty, yeah. pretty cool. And it's probably got more stuff on the walls, to be honest. Yeah, you're, you're already planning to bring the costumer for your next indie film over here? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, show, show her John's wardrobe. <laughs> this is how I live. <laughs> yeah, business all the time. That's why I have such a big table, baby. <laughs> Just wearing the headphones, like, pretending I'm, like, talking to people. That was a good John impression, though. Like, the, the baby? Baby. Nailed the John baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was unintentional, too. Like, that, I, was a, that was a John impression. That was good. Yeah, I'm so mad. That's one other thing, like, I learned, like, from being on a movie set. Like, you got to be, a, like, to method act, you have to pick characters to be method if they're, like, really jerks. Well, that's... And John, so John's, like, John's actually not mean enough to be someone to method act as, now that I think about it. But that's why you were smoking all the fake weed in between takes, right? To get method. Yeah, that's what your character would do. That is what he would do. Yeah. J- John, other John. <laughs> where, so where – John's at a, a cottage right now. What, is he just visiting yeah, family? Or I don't know. He... I, he posted a photo of himself in a lake and said, Cottage John has logged okay. on. Yeah. I mean I'm going to, I'm going to Kitchener uh, in early August. So really? I think, uh, and maybe going up to a cottage. 
on like Lake Huron or something. Yeah, you know what, what? What lake is he at? It's I don't know, but it seems you're not allowed to go to Ontario and then not visit the cottage at I some know. point. Um, but I mean, Kitchener's Kitchener's nice. I mean, I like I think like BC shits in Ontario, but Ontario's nice. Yeah, yeah. Late, lately when I uh, do these like calls. Uh, with like the weekly guests appearances on the radio show, we'll have like John Shannon on or whatever, and he's definitely like phoning in from the cottage. You can hear like the water lapping in and like loons in the background. Yeah. As he just talks about like the Carolina Hurricanes cap situation. I just like tune him out. I'm just listening to that background noise. Yeah, just imagining yeah. cottage country. Well, Bob McKenzie nice has the tweet every year where he's like, "This is my last tweet for the summer. See you guys in like three months." I'm yeah. Like, I'm just going to be drunk at the cottage. Yeah, here's a months. photo of my cottage. Yeah. Fuck. So I'm thinking in uh, in Ontario, is it more – is like – is a cottage a more a, uh, a reachable thing to own? It seems like more people own cottages there. Like if someone owns a cabin in BC, like they're usually rich and they know how to – their kids know how to wakeboard. I, th- yeah. <laughs> I think maybe part of it is like when you think of like the Great Lakes and stuff, like – there's just like more Lake. cabin, like waterfront opportunity. Yeah, but also just like beyond the Great Lakes as well. I feel like a lot of cottage country is is north. Yeah, it's in like yes. the Muskoka. Yeah, where it's Perry maybe Sound. Uh, th- there's cheaper areas up there. I mean, I don't know necessarily, but also the other thing too is that it's all like you just have to drive there. Whereas like here, a lot of cabins are on the island or on the Gulf Islands, so you have to take yeah. one, two, three ferries, and like that <laughs> adds up. So I'll be honest, when I did my cross Canada road trip like 10 years ago, when we were going through the Perry Sound area, we just pulled off the highway and like drove into cottage country and we're looking for like a cottage with no cars in front of it. So we could just use their dock to jump off into the water <laughs> and yeah. then break in and put in their clothes <laughs> and start a diary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I became the people whose house it was, of course. But I know I still felt sketch about that. Because we were, like, getting eyed by all the neighbors, right? Yeah. We're oh, like, absolutely. what are these guys doing here? It's literally, like, we're just using your lake. That's the Mackenzie's dock. <laughs> they're not the Mackenzie's. <laughs> like, old, when, pe- old people, oh, too, like, ahead, they're man. so fucking, they're, like, the worst with, like, busybody shit like that. Yeah. Like, if you've ever, like, stayed, I stayed at, like, my aunt's place, like, on the island. Mm-hmm. And just getting, like, stink eyes from old people. Like, I'm not yeah. a bra- Why would I feed the dogs if I'm a burglar, you fucking old crotchety woman? Yeah, we went to a friend's cabin in Qualicum, and, which is, like, I think, by, like, per- like, the oldest city in Canada. It's the oldest town in Canada. Because, like, Qualicum? everyone just goes... To- Qualcomm, yeah, Qualcomm. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, so you mean old as in population based, not like when it was founded? No, yeah, sorry. I, I mean, in terms say, of that aver- makes no sense chronologically. No, in, ter- in terms of like uh, average age, it's I think it's in the seventies. That's got to be accurate, yes. Because um, everyone just goes there to retire. But I remember we were in like first year university, uh, going up to this cabin to like just do a bunch of mushrooms, and none of us had like shaved or showered for like three days, and we go into like town to go to like the IGA or the Safeway just to like stock up. And we were just getting the dirtiest looks from everyone in there. Cause we're, we're, all, we're wearing like pajamas and like sweatpants <laughs> or whatever. And we're, and we're like very like high, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Sick. And just like smell horrible. And we're just buying, we have like two shopping carts filled with like chips and everyone in there just hated us. Not so even much. there to buy toiletries. I assume. No. We yeah. Clean yeah. up. Yeah. And then we broke into someone else's cabin and uh, murdered uh, the inhabitants of that cabin. <laughs> uh, just kind of a fun. No, sort of, I, I was just yeah, in a yeah. hot car. I wanted to get off the road for like an hour, just take a dip in a lake. Yeah. And everybody's like, 
giving me the stink eye like I'm fucking everybody's shit up. Now, so granted, did, wait, did you manage to find a dock? Yeah, we did. We jumped off okay. the dock. We swam in the okay. lake for like 30 minutes, and then we yeah. were like, we should get out of here before these people just come and kill us, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was, yeah, I don't know. I felt like I felt like I was in danger, even though they were looking at me like they're in danger. You know. It's a weird right, because they're like crazy old people. Exactly. They're going to call the oh, cops they, on me. Yeah. It's going to be death by police. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the OPP. You are not down with OPP. <laughs> no, and they are clearly not down with me either. Um, Ryan, though, you, you're here for a, a purpose, not just because you wish to become John, but because you wish to become something else as well. Yeah, no, becoming John is like, uh, is a, is a passion, but it's more of like a hobby passion. Like it's like, it, I'm just doing it for the love of the game to become uh, John and consume his essence and, you know, all that stuff. But the real, the, the sellout version I'm um, here is, uh, last year you guys had, uh, Gavin Matz on the podcast and he went on to win serious. XM's top comic, and he won $25,000, and he's moving to the city of Stefan to Los Angeles. Really? Yep. Yeah, in September. Gavin is yep. leaving us behind. The yeah. little people up here in the, yeah. Don't, in the north. Yeah, in, uh, in, in cabin country. Do they call it cabins in Cali? In Cali? <laughs> uh, I think so. It's yeah, they would call it cabins. It's probably like yeah. yurt country down there, right? Well, it'd be like you go to like Joshua Tree, I guess, and... Yeah, it's like a, it's like an adobe, like mud. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's a cabin. Mud hut country. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a slur, by the way. Mud hut country. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like yeah. something that fucking uh, the guy who invented Chinese baseball this, would this, say. This is why we are making America great again. Is because it's become mud hut country. Sounds like something that goddamn fucking pitcher would tweet out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll circle back to Josh Hader in just a second. Uh, Josh Hader, <laughs> what am I, a mud hut country? <laughs> Standing ovation. <laughs> but yeah, we had Gavin on. Uh, we also had uh, Kyle Bottom, who made it to the finals as well. Yeah, so basically what's happening is I'm le- I think I'm not supposed to announce when voting starts, but I'm, I'll announce that I, I'm allowed to announce it on Friday the 27th. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> And basically what it is for three weeks, uh, you can vote uh, once a day uh, and you can vote for three people and you don't even necessarily have to vote for me. I'm not very conniving and good at this businessy stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's 18 comedians. The top six move on and they get to perform like in a fucking huge theater where uh, Comedy Central's and Sirius XM's Nikki Glazer is going to be headlining it. Uh, there's going to be some judges there. It'll be part of JFL 42. And then they're going to pick two people that are like the best comedians out of the 18 but didn't get the most votes. But that's not me. I don't have any credits in this biz. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm, I'm doing a, a thing like I, when I was, I was thinking of like an idea to, to promote this and stuff. I, I realize I'm not very Googleable. Like there's a lot of other Ryan Williamses. Like there's there's a ton actually, and they're all significantly more successful than me. And at first it became like a fun bit, and then I just went through a hole of like following uh, different Ryan Williamses on Twitter, and I came to the conclusion like that of all of the Ryan Williamses that exist on Earth, I actually might be the hugest fucking loser. <laughs> So I decided that if I lose this contest, this is 100% true, I'm going to change my name. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Chris James changed his name. Yes. Like, that's not, that's not, like, I think James is his middle name. And, you know, his website got hacked by, like, a Japanese, like, restaurant. Yeah. 
I didn't know that. I thought yeah. you were going to say Jim Lockwood for a second. No, it's no, like a Chinese no. food restaurant. We talked about it's, this a couple uh, weeks ago. It's ChrisJamesComedy.com. Yeah, check, I mean, it is. it almost seems like it's, it's like a sex restaurant of some kind. Like when you look at it. That's so funny. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, I'm going to do it last week. Let me try again from a different app. Okay. It, it's a cabaret. Chrome won't let me connect to it, but let's see if Safari really? has better luck. Okay. But yeah, I'm in this weird pit. I'm not even the most notable Ryan Williams like in the lower mainland. There's a Ryan Williams that's a professional golfer based out of Abbotsford, and every time I see him get a victory, I just get so fucking angry. <laughs> and he's he's all, he he was a junior A hockey player and then didn't make it to the show and then started golfing and became like a professional golfer like late in life. Like so that guy's smoking me. There's a Ryan Williams that used to play in the NFL. Uh, there's a, there's two Ryan Williams soccer players. So when you look them up, they have different dates of birth beside their Wikipedia page. And then obviously if we're talking Ryan Williams, the most successful Ryan Williams is of course, Australian X game phenom and professional scooter and BMX are the first man to ever do a backflip on a scooter, Ryan Williams. So there's a lot of Ryan Williams is out there. There's, it's hard to compete. There's a black journalist, Ryan Williams. <laughs> so I've just kind of gone. And then even the, you ever get like press requests for other like, does anybody look for the golfer and they find you instead? Well, no, because it's very clear that I don't have much going on. <laughs> <laughs> what would you change your uh, name to? Uh, I don't know. I could add my my. I have two middle names. Okay. And uh, the <laughs> so I could go by Ryan Fuckboy Williams. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I do have two middle names though. I could go with that. Uh, see, my other thing is, though, I want to get in touch with my sister. My sister has an extremely unique name, and it's been uh, sometimes difficult for her. She's actually named after uh, my grandfather's nickname. So her name is Taffy Williams. So oh. I'm going to make a formal request to her if I lose this competition that we can switch names. Yeah. yeah. Then as a comedian, dude, that's, you get to be Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Exactly. That's like an opening five minutes. And Ryan's a pretty good girl's name. Like, I'm actually named after my great-grandmother. That's a – they gender-swapped both of them then. Yeah, That's absolutely. Yeah. That's kind of weird, right? But, yeah, my dad's a weird guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, like, to just have the balls to name your daughter after your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Taffy also. And it's what, so, about, what about going with initials? Like, what are your middle initials? D.O. Ryan D.O. Williams. Like, I feel like that's way too straight for well, me. No, I, I was saying you go like R.D. R.D. Williams. R.D. Williams. R.D. R.D. Because there's a, a, a member of uh, Letterkenny goes by – he changed it when he was young to K-Trev. He put his, his – Yeah, his he's first, been on the show before. Former guest of the show. Oh, K- yeah. oh really? Yeah. I didn't – oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, K-Trev. A, yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah. Saddle Tramps. Go check it out if you haven't heard that one. It's <laughs> yeah, a classic. Yeah. yeah, no, Safari will not open it either. I can't well, Okay, I checked it out. It's like a very pink com. website. There's a – there's a, a beautiful lady on it, and it's, it's some sort of ca- it's some sort of Japanese cabaret. So I don't know what that entails, but that is I, I hundred when Chris told me about it, I thought it was a bit uh, that his website had been hacked and taken over completely by uh, a Japanese restaurant. But it it has, which it's which is a really good bit, but it's not a bit. It actually did happen. So. When I was borderline having a, a mental breakdown going through this Ryan, because at first it was a fun bit, but when I came to the conclusion, like I'm that you're the, sh- that you're the worst of them. I'm the worst Ryan Williams. Like if you think of like different yeah. universes and stuff, like but except with names, so not that intense at all. 
<laughs> the guy who's so dumb, he thinks different names means a different universe. Uh, but yeah, there's like I have like Facebook fr- mutual Facebook friends with six other Ryan Williamses, and judging by their profile pictures, like they're all doing pretty well. Um, I think my profile picture, I look like a piece of garbage. But there is <laughs> – the funniest thing was when I was looking up Ryan Williams's on Twitter, I found about like 90 of them. The last, like the one that was like least Ryan Williams uh, that came up was a guy named Ryan Kirkmeyer. And be- because it came up because it was Ryan Kirkmeyer. And in his bio it says, I love watching Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm the top result for – for Stefan Heck, but there's a German politician with that name. There's an engineering guy who, who's like a CEO of some engineering company. He's like an entrepreneur. And then there's a consulting professor at Stanford uh, who may actually be the same as the engineering guy. Uh, but those are the uh, those are the other Stefans out there. What about, what about Justin? Uh, I'm checking right now. Yeah. Because I know that, speaking of Chris James, there's another comedian named Chris James. Chris James, James, yeah, black comedian named Chris James, yeah. Who's, like, more popular than Chris. (laughs) Yeah. My Twitter account is the top result when you uh, search for Justin Morris. Fuck you. (laughs) But then there's, like, uh, I don't, there's there's definitely... There's a child with braces eating a chocolate ice cream. Yeah, it's, uh, (laughs) there's, like, two, I think, media people in Quebec, uh... Louis or Louis Morissette and uh, Veronique Cloutier, and their son is named Justin, so okay. he comes up a lot. Yep. And I think there's another one too who's like, um, you know, like a male model of some kind. Because <laughs> I don't know, I've seen I've seen some questionable results that are not me. Yeah, can but, we talk about the Dwight Howard thing? Because I have been thinking about it all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First, first though, I just want to say that I, I have a good feeling, Ryan. Uh, even though you can't say when voting uh, begins, but you can say that you that will can... say that voting begins uh, on July twenty seventh. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you will say when it begins. On July twenty seventh, your listeners can see when I tap my nose. Of right? course, yeah. yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. I want you to say, I want you to know that you're in good hands here because, um, you know, I feel like our listeners basically do whatever we tell them to, and yeah. I, I, it's weird to to know that you will wield that power over someone. But it was really confirmed for me this week uh, when our friend Cam, who works as a advisor uh, on the staff of the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, heard Stefan plug his water bottle last week. And decide, oh, that sounds great. I'll just go out and buy one of those. It's a great water bottle. And I want to be clear, you you do not have an endorsement deal. No, but actually I do want to go grab that water bottle. So one second. What is it called? A hydro flask? Yes, hydro flask. Great water bottle. Worth the money. Uh, Oh, you know what? Right here. Boom. (laughs) Take a pull. Great water bottle. Like you can put, I think I, maybe I mentioned this last week. I want more people to buy this. It's just, it's a great water bottle. You can put ice cubes in it and the ice will stay frozen for like upwards of 12 hours. So folks, if you've bought the water bottle, please write in and let us know. (laughs) He was drinking with the label out also. It is hard to believe that this is not a paid endorsement, but he's just passionate about his water bottle, folks. Great water bottle. Yeah. The UFC banned all of their sponsors just so it can be like Reebok. But yeah, there is Reebok like only. there is back in the day when it was like peak 
NASCAR where they would some people would be sponsored by like the things those fizzy things you would have to put in your water bottle. Yeah, like, like it would Mio screw, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So it would screw onto the top, so it'd just be like this fighter just like went through like hell for twenty five minutes and then they're trying to put on a shirt and then also like screws into <laughs> And I've always uh it would be something I think that would be up your alley, Stefan. Uh just like uh, much of the maybe not as good as the Nutshot compilation, but like just a compilation of yeah, like yeah. punch drunk fighters trying to promote like what they the like trying to drink thing. yeah or drink label yeah. out or trying to. Put it's always good when they have to drink like a like a really intense energy drink, <laughs> drink right <laughs> after a fight. What was the one that Zions uh, Zions with yeah. an X or whatever Zions yeah, and they would they would have just <laughs> taken a bunch of punches to the head. And then have to like drink one of those on camera. Sugar water. But see, yeah. when you yeah. were talking about putting the thing into the drink, all I could think of was orbits. <laughs> Do you remember orbits? I feel like we oh, talked fuck. about that the on shit the show with the, before. The, the, the stuff floating in it, the little yeah. beads floating in it. Yeah, right? yeah. Had those little like goo balls just floating in. I had that once. I guess like Sprite. Uh, it sucked. It was yeah. really bad. It was, it was gross. Ho- it was the worst idea that anyone's ever had. I got to look this up. I, like, it's almost impossible that that made it through focus testing. Like, you would think that they would do, like, a taste test, and they would be like, this is fucking horrific. Yeah, but people drink... People drink bubble tea, even though every time I see it, I just think that it's like a weird cosmic bean in the back, just shitting out <laughs> eggs into a cup. And then you drink the eggs, and then it fucking aliens and comes out of your stomach. But I understand. Pomegranates as well. I'm, I'm not a fan of bubble tea, but I understand the appeal. And at least those bubbles are, like, enormous, right? It's like a pearl. <laughs> Orbits is, like, literally... Like like a like backwash essentially. It's like so. Orbitz was made by uh, the makers of Clearly Canadian. Okay. Introduced in 1997 and quickly disappeared. I definitely did have one of these at one point. Uh, it was uh, so it had small floating edible balls and it. it was marketed as a texturally enhanced alternative beverage. <laughs> texturally enhanced. That's the worst thing I could hear how about much, a drink ever. How much coke did the guy who wrote the copy on that do in the nineties? <laughs> and, and it looks like kind of their slogan was uh, "Defy gravity." <laughs> Uh, and also, another fun fact: uh, the product's website was bought by the internet-based travel agency Orbitz. So, all right. That makes sense. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now every time I hear about the travel agency, because that does get marketed sometimes, yeah. I'm like, oh, Orbitz is back. Oh, dude, you know what's even worse is that, like, so the flavor, I think if they had, the flavors were normal, they would have been fine. But here were the four main flavors uh, at the start. <laughs> okay. Raspberry citrus. That's okay. Yeah, that that's doable. relatively normal. I mean, I've had, like, raspberry lemonade. Yeah, that's like, or, like, raspberry lime sounds fine. So here's where it starts to get a little weird. Uh, blueberry melon strawberry. So that's just too many flavors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vanilla orange. I don't know about that. That's cream. And then no, vanilla orange is a, like creamsicle. creamsicle. I guess. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's like a seltzer that's like flavor. Creamsicle. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, but how about this one? Pineapple, banana, cherry, coconut. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I, way too much. I feel like they had the syrups for six flavors, and then they were like, uh, it's only four. We only got approval for four. <laughs> Which two can we combine here that won't? Be just like unworldly. So if you search uh, Orbitz, the, the second result is top ten bad beverage ideas for Time Magazine. <laughs> and Orbitz, I don't know if it's any particular order, but Orbitz is like number one. But, but Orbitz is also Canadian too. Yeah, this is it was Canada only? only? Canada. Yeah. yeah, it was Canada only. So I'm glad to reintroduce this to our American listeners. Yeah, there was. Oh, there's some bad ones in here. I mean, there's a oh, there's a Lifesavers soda. 
Okay. That sounds good, oh, though. Yeah, I, know. That, I feel like that could be good. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. I, and I, you probably remember this when Jones Soda did the Thanksgiving dinner soda. Oh. oh. Yeah. Had mashed potato soda, uh, turkey and gravy soda, and green bean casserole soda. So they were all different flavors that combined to make Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. That's horrific. Uh, I do remember then, this, though. Yeah. And then I don't remember this at all, but uh, Coors Sparkling Water. Seems, it was uh, just it was just Coors, like the the beer company, and then they had their sparkling water. And uh, <laughs> hey, aren't you just talking about Coors Light, right, boys? Because it's a weaker beer. <laughs> My favorite thing is uh, I, I think they still do this at Canucks games, but one of their big sponsors was uh, Budweiser Prohibition Ale. <laughs> yes, and like the tagline for it is like the great taste of Budweiser you love. With none of the alcohol, or what, like <laughs> who well, is this what? For? Who in the world likes Budweiser for the taste? They sell them at convenience stores like Budweiser Prohibition, and just like yeah. what? How your alcohol withdrawals must be so rough if you're just like starting the day and you're just yeah. at Seven Eleven. You're like, okay, I'm gonna get a sandwich and then a non-alcoholic mm. beer and just smash it to get through the day. Yeah, I guess it's possible that like teenagers would buy it to like look cool, sort of, to, like maybe try and trick people. But you can only get away with that once. Yeah, you know? it also it's like clearly. The black can is the dead giveaway. If you've ever drank a beer, you know yeah. what a beer looks like. Yeah, exactly. And I will say the black can does look cool. And like Prohibition yeah. Brew or whatever is a cool name for a beer, but they wasted it on fucking non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. You know, it's like it's, it has really good branding. It's just for like a really bad product. So Yeah, we had uh, yeah. on tap at, at the Penny before the Penny went under, our house lager and pale ale was Prohibition Brewing. Yeah. So every time cool we would upsell that, people would be like, there's alcohol in this. Yeah. Yeah, because of Budweiser, right? Like, they fucked it up for exactly, else, so. exactly. Budweiser just fucked everything up. Ah, damn it. Uh, but no, what, what I was saying is, our listeners just do whatever we tell them to. Cam went out and he bought the water bottle, and then immediately yeah. after that, he was like, now I'm going to go try that uh, Beyond Meat burger. He gave it a thumbs down, though. Right. Uh, was but did he get it? Was it a wrap or a burger? I think he, I think he got the burger. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because, Ryan, you had a take on wraps, I think, right? Well, yeah, just lettuce wraps. They just, they, I try, like, I really, last year I really tried to be a fitness boy. And, like, I tried lettuce wraps, man. Like, I, I gave it, like, a really good try. And they yeah. suck ass so they're much. They're so wet, right? They're, they're so, so wet. They're like, so wet. You I would eat them. I would take them for lunches. So they've spent, like, my bike ride to work and then wrapped up in cellophane. So you just take the cellophane off and just – I'm a mayo mustard guy and a little bit of – maybe a little bit of sriracha depending on the dish. Yeah. But so it would just – you would unwrap it and it would just be this <laughs> no. leaky, yeah. leaky destroy the out. lettuce. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. only imagine how bad it would be too if you made it in the morning yeah. and packed yeah. it and it sat for fucking <laughs> – five hours or whatever well right? the worst idea here's where you're gonna think i'm a real fucking dumb dumb <laughs> but uh it's not when you were trying on john's clothes and trying to become him <laughs> yeah that's it's... there's nothing there's nothing stupid about trying to become someone and take their essence through their clothing all right i want to make that very clear right now there's nothing stupid about that, okay? It's true. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. Uh, the full moon is coming up, and if I'm wearing his clothing while holding his hands, I become John, yeah. and he has That's my shitty life. Yeah. Everyone knows that. You've all yeah. seen Freaky Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, the dumb thing that I did was... <laughs> 
when I was like trying meal prep, I thought like, man, what? Oh God, like this is going to make some of your listeners gag. Like I was like, well, what better way to do like meal prep? What a healthy thing than like an egg white lettuce wrap burrito. But then like to make them last through the week, I was worried about eggs. I like stuck some of them in the freezer. And then I, I remember the day I took it to work and just like – because the lettuce dies in the freezer, it of wilts. So just yeah. brown lettuce and egg white. I remember it like got thrown in the dumpster immediately. <laughs> like Justin, you like lettuce wraps, but I think even you would agree that like their portability. I, I'm not. I wouldn't say I like lettuce wraps. I would right. say I, like Ryan, I am trying to be a health boy. Okay. Uh, and that is like the smallest amount of effort I can give is to be like, you know what I don't need to eat is a, is the bun. Yes. But yeah, no, even I would say portability, big problem. But even like, if, even if I were to go into A&W and get, get like a Beyond Meat Burger lettuce wrap right now and not even take it to go eat it in the restaurant, the triple O sauce would be fucking everywhere yeah, within yeah. like 10 seconds. Because yeah. yeah, there's no... It's not designed, lettuce is not designed to hold sauce. There's no structural integrity to a yeah. piece of the lettuce. The whole thing with lettuce is like you have a salad and the sauce is like pours everywhere. Yeah, yeah. the you know, thing with lettuce like is that it thing. tears. That's yes. the whole yeah. premise of it. Yeah. Well, it's like 90% water. Yeah. Right? Like, Crunchy water. Yeah. But, I, you know, I will say it's fine. I'll eat it. Yeah. As long as I'm not, yeah, like packing it for, yeah. keeping it in a bag for hours at a time seems like just a bad move to yeah. begin yeah. with. Yeah, it was uh, pretty offside there. But I don't like I don't mind eating a lettuce wrap uh, if I were to have it like within fucking 10 15 minutes of it being made. Sure, let's do it. You know what a fun way <laughs> You know what a fun way to eat lettuce <laughs> and burgers if you're doing it the keto style. You don't even you don't even need like the burger structure. Just do it like an eggs benedict. Just do like a bed of lettuce Ooh. and then sauce it and yeah. then throw your burger on and then put your toppings on yeah, and then cut it with a fork and knife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've done that before. I've done that's, that. that's, that's like a burger salad. Yeah, it's delicious. That's fantastic. Yeah, that good. I mean, taco salad is great. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's good if you have to put an entire bag of tortilla chips yeah. in the salad. So that kind of <laughs> defeats the purpose of like the salad. Or a Santa Fe <laughs> salad when you're like, oh, yeah. salads are fun, like <laughs> Tostitos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, like, even if you go out to a Chinese restaurant and get like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought. Never mind. You're thinking. Of, sorry, get like a, get I was like thinking a, of something insane. Get like a lettuce wrap appetizer at a Chinese yeah. food restaurant, yeah, yeah. or like larb, <laughs> I was, which I think is like a. I don't even know what ethnicity that is. I, I, I can't even place. Like maybe Indian. I don't have no idea. Larb is uh, Thai, or it's well, it's yeah, there's yeah. One, Okay, there's one option for Thai. It's uh, no, it's it's in Thailand, but I think it originated in Laos. It's, yes, it's from Laos. <laughs> yeah, I just have the image in my head. But he said Chinese restaurant of like lettuce dumplings <laughs> steamed lettuce dumplings. <laughs> like getting lettuce soup dumplings and just like, oh fuck it didn't hold and the soup's everywhere. <laughs> it's like the, the Asian version of cabbage rolls essentially. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like it'd be good actually. Yeah, but lettuce uh, cabbage has like a sour taste that's to true. it. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and no, especially those like soup dumplings. Man, those are difficult even in the dumpling form. Yeah. It's a lot to have that just explode in your mouth. Those are the funnest ways to burn your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> By pretending you're eating an alien's blister. <laughs> especially just being like, oh, yeah, I've let this sit for like two minutes. It's ready for yeah. sure. Not ready at all. Not yeah. even close. Every hey, 
Oh, oh go ahead, Ryan. So, I, had a, I had a good segue, but I think I can still pull off the segue. I did. Well, this is insane. Every culture okay. has a closed uh, thing that is full of hot lava, like pierogies. <laughs> pierogies, like we have pizza stickers. pops. Pizza pops. Yeah, they have. Oh, I guess pizza pops is ours, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like Pizza Pops is the closest to actual just hot lava. Well, and, and we should explain what Pizza Pops are to our American listeners because they don't have Pizza no, Pops. Pizza Pops doesn't exist in the States? Yeah, it's a Canadian thing. Really? That seems yeah. like the most American thing you could well, eat. Well, no, so I think it's basically a calzone. You know, like, even Hot Pockets aren't the same, though. They're a little different, but it's it's a similar there, there's no There's no exact copy of, of the Pizza Pop, which is, which is a shame because Pizza Pops are really good. Yeah. And they don't make you feel like shit, I think, like Hot Pockets do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a very Canadian thing. That's true. Well, it's, the, it's, it's, it's shaped like a half moon. It's shaped is like... It, is it Pillsbury? Pillsbury or McCain. Yeah. McCain, maybe. Yeah. And the yeah. Pillsbury ones are shaped like a Jamaican patty. But yes. what yes. it's full of, unlike a calzone, it has actual pizza sauce in it. Calzones, you dip it in the sauce. Yes. So it's true. just like... it's. It's just a pizza – like if it was in a pocket is essentially what they were going for. Yeah, yeah it was uh, invented by a Winnipeg man who, if I'm not mistaken, passed away last year. Of type I believe so. Because <laughs> <laughs> people were like making fun of – no, did he die? Okay, I know the inventor of Hawaiian pizza passed away. Both in the same year and both yeah. Canadians. Yeah, both Canadian. Yeah, and uh, it's just funny Canadians, that, like, by the way. This, this guy just wanted to like make like a nice food and he enjoyed it. <laughs> and then when he dies, like thousands of strangers are like, yeah, like, fuck that guy. Or he just, just, he just made like food. Or making <laughs> jokes like, uh, how do they cremate him in the microwave? Yeah. <laughs> it's like his family has to read all these awful tweets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you knew he was done because when they went to check on him, he had like a little bit of sauce leaking out of him. <laughs> <laughs> but that—that that is how you. So if if you're an American, yeah. you've never had a pizza pot before. That is how you. You see a little bit of cheese leaking out of the corner. Yeah, it's, it's good to go. That's I once had to eat uh, a frozen pizza. I like I had some. It was some summer camp thing I was at or something. Okay. And I assumed there'd be like a microwave there. I was like a kid, and so I brought a pizza pot for lunch but there was like no microwave so i just had to eat like a frozen pizza pop for lunch <laughs> and it was horrible but wouldn't it, it, so it bad. i would think it would have mostly thawed by the time no because it was still like it wasn't like frozen but it was like hard okay Ooh, it had not because not, nothing it wasn't warm enough for it to like melt okay it wasn't like frosty but it was it was like rock hard like especially the pastry part of it yeah it was bad, but I ate the whole thing. I feel like I used to, at some point uh, in my schooling days, get sent to school with like a frozen burrito that would just like unthaw in my bag throughout yeah. the day. And by the time I went to eat it, it wouldn't be like warm, but it would be fine. It would be edible. <laughs> it's, uh, that's a sad oh, one. Man. Maybe I should have just kept that to myself. No, no, that's okay. I mean, you, you, John, John's here. He says uh, that's, that's totally normal to eat a, just let a burrito thaw in your bag. <laughs> Well, let's double up here. Like uh, sometimes, like man, like I've done this as an adult. Like I, this kid I worked with who like was nineteen and didn't know how to pack lunches, kind of thing, or mm-hmm. maybe like eighteen, and he's been living on his own since he was like sixteen. Mm-hmm. And he would take like pizza pops and just let them thaw out because we were it was like the summertime in Richmond, and then would eat them. I'm like, bro, oh, that's like fucking gross, man. I was like taking these like nice salads, and then after like two weeks, I did it for a week, and it was a great lunch. <laughs> 
just like because it would thaw all the way out, and it was great. It yeah. was a nice, it was a nice chill, cheesy what, snack. That's what you leave in your bag for six hours, not a fucking yeah. lettuce wrap. Yeah, I learned. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the worst. I tried to recreate pizza pops with lettuce. <laughs> It just burns in the oven immediately, and the cheese leaks before it's done. So yeah, of course, it's yeah. <laughs> no, you don't even get that classic telltale sign. Anyway, so my, in- my my segue from earlier was going to be. I think Ryan used something about leaving a sour taste in your mouth, and I was going to say that uh, that's what happened with Dwight Howard's teammates because they hate him so much because of uh, <laughs> because he sucks so bad. He's like he's just like a big piece of shit who like tries to be funny and like is not funny. Yeah, uh, and struck again. Recently, <laughs> he did. Yeah, mm. in in a very in maybe the worst sports quote uh, of the decade. <laughs> I'd say it's so bad. Here's the thing it that I can't so believe bad. about Dwight Howard, though. He's only 32 years old. Yeah. So did he come out of high school? He must or, have. Or well, let me look this up because he's been he's been. It seems like he's been around forever. Yeah. And he was like really, really, really good. Because uh, it was a big deal when he went to the Lakers. Like that yeah, was, remember there was there was him and Steve Nash on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and dude, it was like, yeah. "This is going to be fun." And then, <laughs> it was awful. It was no not fun at all. Dwight no Howard fun. is younger than LeBron James. Yeah. Oh yeah. That doesn't seem right to me at all. Okay. Yeah. So he he did come straight out of high school. He must yeah, have been the, like the last guy to do it. Uh, the, the last guy to do it, maybe in the same year, was um, uh, God Amir Johnson, I think. Played for the Raptors, and now he's on, like, the Pistons, I want to say, maybe? Yeah, or might, might be true. Um, but he, I think, was the last uh, uh, high school drafted player. Because so. Ke- Kevin Durant was, like, that first year it was mandatory. Is that right? Like, because he went to Texas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Let's see here. I think that he was might have been, like, the first year where they were like, yo, you got to at least go to school. But like, does it not feel like Dwight Howard is, like, ancient at this point? Well, because when you change teams so much, like yeah, it feels like feels like his big move to Los Angeles would have been deeper into his career than it actually was. Yeah, because when he went to the Lakers, that was the same time that uh, Steve Nash went, and obviously that was like the twilight of Steve Nash's career. So maybe I'm just like yeah. passing on some of the aged wisdom of Steve Nash to Dwight <laughs> Howard at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone who plays with Tom Brady now, I assume, is 35. <laughs> It just seems impossible to me that he's only 32, especially when you make corny-ass fucking old man jokes like we will hear in our clip of the week. Dwight, what is it about this situation that makes you... God damn it. It's so bad. ...proclaim such a, a bold statement right now? Uh, well, uh, I actually uh, was joking with uh, my trainer uh, earlier today. And I thought it'd be fitting, uh, but we were just talking about how you know I started with the magic. So I learned magic for eight years. Uh, traveled to La La Land. Uh, uh, learned how to work with rockets. Uh, <laughs> and I went and learned how to fly with some hawks. Got stuck by the hornets. <laughs> just a joke, <laughs> but. <laughs> Through all of that, you know, it's taught me how to be a wizard, you know, uh, so. <laughs> no! Why are they clapping? Yes, yeah, so we thought that so was pretty bad. cool. 
I guess we thought that was pretty cool, is what he said at the end. What the fuck? Uh, he's, so I remember this video of Dwight Howard a couple years ago where, you know, there's that whole thing where you would have, like, a cookie and you would try and, like, you put it, rest it on your head and try and get it down to your mouth. And he had that and was, like, just, like, vamping it up. And it was, like, so corny. And, like, he clearly thinks he's so funny. Yeah. And I think that's really what irritates his teammates the most. I mean, he's, like, really, like, aloof and, like, doesn't – is just, like, a bad teammate from what everyone says. But, like, I think that would that would get on my nerves the most is, is the guy who thinks he's really funny. Oh, yeah. And won't stop, like, cracking jokes and stuff and, like, <laughs> pulling pranks. But, like, everyone hates him. Like, <laughs> that the, is the worst. The thing that's really sticking out at me, though, is that, like – People laugh. The media in that room is fucking lapping it up. They can't get enough of this guy. They loved it. They loved every second of that. They didn't even wait for him to get near the end. They were laughing at every description. He had to jump in in the middle after he said he worked with Rockets for a few years and be like, oh, 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 this is a little joke I'm working on or whatever. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, God. It like couldn't have gotten a warmer reception, though. I'm going to read you some excellent headlines right now that have popped up from my Google search of Dwight Howard to find out how old he is. CBS Sports, five hours ago. The Wizards' Dwight Howard got destroyed for his lame description of his NBA career path. From Deadspin, How I Became a Wizard by Dwight Howard, age seven. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, fuck that guy. Yeah, because there, I I remember this uh, this drunk lady I ran into, and she was like watching her friend do an open mic. Okay, and she was like talking about like how uh, she could never her or I think it was no, it was uh, her friend's boyfriend, and she was just talking about like how she could never be attractive to someone like after they did like that poorly trying to be funny because there's something so. That, like, if someone's not funny naturally, that's whatever. They're not trying to be funny. But someone trying to be funny and just fall on their face is just such a revolting thing to witness. Like, it's so – that's where the word, like, cringe comes from. Or I actually don't know that at all. That's who, who am I to see where words came from? <laughs> Manspla- mansplaining cringe. A male white comedian mansplaining cringe, like, might be the most peak internet. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. And, like, there's worse teammates. Like, if some guy, like, tried to, like, sleep with your wife and was, like, a shitty guy and a ball hog, but then there's, like, another guy making crappy jokes, he'd be like, oh, fuck that guy. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, well, should we go from there? Do we want to talk? Well, let's, can we Johnny talk Manziel. About, uh, well, yeah, Johnny Manziel got, got traded in the CFL. Okay. What a that's the craziest package that they could have offered for Manzel though, right? Like Yeah, they gave away the receivers he would throw to. They, and <laughs> and they gave away two first round picks. Yeah. Montreal he, has he played at all this year for Hamilton? Has he been like good? Not he's no. not taken a single snap in the in regular rate. season. Not okay. one. He has not that's... got into game action once. Does Montreal just really need a quarterback? Montreal traded two starters and two yeah. first round picks. Yeah, their current starter right now is a guy by the name of Drew Willie, who is average at best in Winnipeg. And with the I believe the head coach of Montreal right now was the offensive coordinator. Or for uh, for Texas A and M, so him and okay. like Manzel like have a relationship, right? Right. So he's like he's like one of those guys that like still believes in Manzel and stuff. But he's yeah. 
Hamilton was the perfect town for Manziel to be in. There's fuck all to do. So that's a great place to like stay out of trouble. Yeah, Montreal. Yeah. Montreal, in like, Montreal yeah. He, he is going to be doing the fucking the money thing like actually for real in super in club super sex. <laughs> like that is a place to get fucked up. Like Montreal rules. Like Joey oh, yeah. Manziel is like that's going to be the end of He's going to win a game and go party in St. Laurent. It's all going to fall apart. Yeah. But but like they have no team. Like they are the worst team in the CFL by far, yeah, which really says bad. a lot. Like they are just horrific, and they've been bad for about four years. Like they're clearly an organization that has nothing going for them. They, they don't have a first round pick until twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's crazy. And like is that, but is that a big deal in the CFL? Yes, like, yes. Yeah. Because okay. if you want to get good, it's like yeah. anything else. You get good through the draft. So say yeah. you landed Johnny Manziel, and then. Yeah. Boom, you think you have quarterback taken care of, and you can start to build around this guy and give him some receivers or some help on the line or literally anywhere on your team because you are the worst team in Canadian football, which makes you one of the worst teams in professional football, probably. Yeah. The way to do that is to pick people in the first round, which they cannot do until 2022. Yeah, that seems bad. Well, the, the one thing with the CFL draft is it's only used for Canadian players. And for your American listeners, the CFL is like – actually, if you think about it, it's like the most xenophobic sports league. <laughs> because yeah. they have requirements that like a certain amount of starters like have to be Canadian. And part of the reason why the package that the Alouettes gave up is even crazier is that they gave up a genuine star starting Canadian. At receiver, which is super rare. So that's why the draft is important. It's it's more for that ratio. It's really easy to build Americans around free agency and let's say guys that are getting like cut from NFL camps. That part's easier, but yeah, getting your Canadians on the draft. Like if your Canadians are bad, you're really fucked. Yeah. Because uh, you, so, you'll have to start like guys that are just awful. But even yeah. then, like don't you think whatever boost they're going to get off of like the curiosity to, hey, let's go buy a ticket and go see Johnny Manziel's first start or whatever – like, the team's still going to suck shit. Yeah. So that, like, kitsch appeal is going to fade after, like, two games. Well, I think they've tried this twice before. They've had they've had Chris Leak on their roster. Yeah. Who was they had Chad Ochocinco once. They had they? Chad Ochocinco, and then they also had Troy Smith, former Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Like, they're, they've done this before. Chris Leak was, like, the he was the guy who won the national championship when Tebow was his backup mm-hmm. and he never made it in the NFL. Yeah. They had Chad Ochocinco. They also were the one who, the team that really pushed for Michael Sam and like paid him a lot. So oh, they right, could like right. be like, oh, yeah, we right. have the yeah. gay player. Like we're fucking yeah, I remember woke. That. Like they're trying any, they're, and then, they're, and then he dropped. Yeah. Like he wanted nothing to do with Well, that. his fucking hit one of his teammates, Arlan Bruce, the third, like oh, yeah. Instagram message. him being like, you gotta get right with God, man. Like what fuck, the fuck, man. That's, Arlan Bruce, is when he was with the guard. Lions... He was great, but... He, he, was, he was a great player, and he was the most fun player I've ever interviewed. Like, you had no idea what you were going to get. <laughs> you'd just put the mic in front of him, you'd ask him one question, and Arlan would be Arlan, he'd give you fucking gold. It might yeah. be completely unrelated to anything that you asked him about, but guarantee that's the clip you're going to take home and play on the news afterwards. He was great for that. For but better it, or for worse. Yeah, but seems like a real piece of shit otherwise. Yeah. He had probably the most bizarre touchdown celebration in the CFL, which is re- – because they're insane. Yeah. He got – he took off his helmet and put on a Spider-Man mask in the end zone, <laughs> but then laid like he was dead in a coffin. And then after the game said it was like – it was a tribute to Michael Jackson. 
Jesus. <laughs> would just die. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Michael Jackson, of course, the Spider-Man in all of us. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Laid to rest. <laughs> There's got to be video of that. Yeah. Then you can find that on YouTube, probably. Yeah, of course. All yeah, right. Well, check, check realgoodshow.com. It'll be on the blog this week, guaranteed. Good Lord. Uh, but I also want to talk about Josh Hader before we move on to the question round here. Yeah. Because, of course, uh, the All-Star game in MLB was last week after we recorded and uh, that was kind of the story of the game during the game. You could see reaction shots of his own teammates, basically, in the dugout reading his tweets that were getting uh, resurfaced, essentially, as the game went on. Just the most hateful shit imaginable. He was like every ism you could possibly think of. Racist, sexist, uh, homophobic, like just, just horrific tweets. Uh, and I mean, John would bring up that homophobia isn't an ism. That's true. It's he not. Would. And he's he's in my ear right now, saying, <laughs> say, "Ryan, go ahead, <laughs> take charge." <laughs> I had to do it once. Yeah, that's yeah. a phobia. That's not so. Sorry, no. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, he kind of owned it a little bit after the game. He was like, "Yeah." I said a lot of stuff when I was young and dumb, and I'm sorry that I offended all these people. But I assure you that. This is not how I feel about any of these things. Yeah, he's anymore. not racist and sexist now that he uh, is, like, rich and <laughs> successful. But, like, the greatest, like, disowning that I can ever think of in pro sports, his own family took off his jersey. Took yeah. off their jerseys yeah. and were given blank jerseys with yeah. no name on the back That's during so the game. Yeah. I like. The, I just love the idea that like he's he's definitely like oh, he's, like, learned and he's more woke now. Because, like, if, like, a super racist guy who's, like, maybe not – I don't know if he was like rich growing up necessarily, but like if you add money into the occasion for like a super yeah. racist and like anti-gay sexist guy, like he's not gonna like become like a good person. Well, he money. plays professional baseball now, Stefan, yeah. so he's well, learned that yeah. Puerto Ricans are okay. Okay, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's I mean, learned those no Dominicans are invaluable <laughs> in the dugout. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that he thinks the Dominicans are good or the Puerto Ricans are great. Just okay. That's yeah. probably Important where part he's of the at team. in yeah. terms of personal growth at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he was like he's like a long like rat hairstyle too. Which oh, is not, he seems yeah. like just the worst. Yeah, and it's uh, one of those classic things where a white person screws up, and it doesn't matter how old they are. It's like, well, he's just a kid. Yeah, like if you're under forty and white, no matter what you do, Ryan Lochte today. Got caught like blood doping or some shit like on that? Instagram. He like, posted what? a picture of himself. He posted a picture of himself. Uh, blood doping. Not not blood doping exactly, no, but it I was had some sort it. of. <laughs> it was it was like an IV therapy thing or something, and then it got like investigated, and they're like, "Oh, like you can't do this, Ryan. Like I don't know why you fucking." publicly posted about it <laughs> he's he's the most lovable idiot in sports he's so stupid when he yeah. lied about getting kidnapped <laughs> oh my god yeah but so josh Hader is he a relief pitcher or a starting pitcher? he's a relief pitcher okay, good because i so i'm going to a dodgers brewers game next week uh and i hope uh i hope he pitches because like dodger stadium will boo the shit out of him. oh they better that's one yeah. of the the more like probably like uh, Hispanic fan base probably oh, in yeah. the league. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't think of another team that has like a dedis- dedicated Hispanic commentary team. 
Well, there's even like history of, of like like uh, in the World Series last year when the Houston Astros player did like the racist uh, like eye gesture. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Uh, oh yeah. Uh, and then so when when that player was up to bat in Dodger Stadium, Rich Hill took like ten minutes walking to the mound just so they could like boo that guy for ten minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's there's history, and I I don't know. I'm excited to to boo the shit out of this guy. Yeah. Well, Josh Hader returned to Milwaukee uh, to play a home game for the first time over the weekend, yeah. and the Brewers faithful gave him a standing ovation. Yes. Just for being racist. Surprising. That's not surprising. Just given for, everything about Milwaukee. Is it like well, he really demonstrated personal growth. I love the way he handled this whole situation. Uh, he's a real icon for our kids to look up to in the way that he took personal responsibility and accountability during this yeah. difficult situation. Is that what they're cheering for? No. Literally nothing. Just the fact, hey, man, those tweets. We saw them. We love them. <laughs> Congrats, Josh. Because M- Milwaukee, isn't that, that's Wisconsin, right? Yes. Which is a yeah. fa- was a, one of the famous... Uh, Democrat states that went Trump just because he called uh, just because he was racist. So like, <laughs> and like Milwaukee's like still incredibly segregated. And there was the thing with the Milwaukee Bucks player. It was Sterling. Uh, I forget the player's name, but he was. Got, I think it's the same name as the actor Sterling Brown, right? Is that okay? I didn't want to say Sterling because I knew I, uh, the actor. But anyway, so the the basketball player who was like attacked by the cops for no reason. Like, so there's obviously still. Yeah, stuff yeah. going on there. But anyway, I'm excited to see him play in person. Yeah, well, I hope uh, take a video of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if he Absolutely. gets, I'm sure if he gets vociferously booed, like it, there will be video of that no matter Absolutely. what. Yeah. But uh, you I'll pers- take a video. Yeah, you personally yeah. should do it too. Yes. And we will go from there into our top three questions of the week. Hey yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Ordinarily, this is where I would say anything good in the mailbag this week, John. Uh, but I guess John's listening through your earpiece, Stefan. Well, there's a lot of good stuff in the mailbag. There's a lot of good stuff in John's mail. I've been going through (laughs) it, and there's some good stuff. (laughs) Well, he's saying he's saying uh, the question about him should be saved for last. Yes, I think Uh, I got one here. Okay, from Mike Stevens at uh, MLHS underscore Mike. He asks on the heels of. Uh, I don't really want to say this name. I'm probably going to get it wrong. Mezit Ozil? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Uh, on the heels of Mezit Ozil's tremendously unfunny reason for retiring from the German national team, what would be some extremely funny reasons for athletes to retire? And if you are unfamiliar, uh, Mezit Ozil uh, retired over racism, he said. Yes. He, he yeah. had to deal with... Uh, Anti-Turkish... Anti-Turkish racism. racism uh, I mean, so he took a photo with uh, Erdogan, who's not like a good guy. (laughs) Some would say a genocidal. Some would say one of the worst guys. He's not not a great guy. If your Twitter profile picture is the flag of the country Kurdistan, you would say he's a genocidal guy. Yeah, so he's not, you know, he's got some issues. But (laughs) uh, yeah, he took a picture with him, which maybe he was not. But you know he's Turkish, and like also like with Enes uh, uh, Cantor, his dad has been arrested for because Enes Cantor like publicly spoke out about him. So like you know maybe he just had to do it so his family wouldn't get like kidnapped or whatever. Oh but, good lord! 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously that's very bad, but like funny reasons to retire. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the, on paper, I thought this was the funniest reason, even though when you read into the condition, it was actually pretty intense, but like Marion Hosa having to retire because of allergies. <laughs> he had such yeah. a, but in reality, it was a really bad. I mean, skin. it's like very, it's like, like a horrific disease. Yeah. But like on paper, it's like, what, what I was, what was he allergic to again? His, his like, hockey equipment. Yeah. It was, his, it was equipment. Yeah. It was yeah. something in the equipment. It was um, a horrible like, skin disease. Like he couldn't put his jock on without, uh, it like just getting crazy down there. Yeah. To me, the funniest, the funniest one I can think of, like an actual one, uh, cause I don't know about like a fake one, but, uh, like Michael Jordan, being like, oh, I'm just like tired of, yeah, you know, I just, I'm just uh, tired, tired of basketball. It has nothing to do with uh, all of my gambling addictions. Yeah. Like, yeah. that to me is the funniest one because <laughs> there was like a secret reason for his retirement, and I don't think you really get that anymore. Yeah, uh, wasn't his dad? Didn't his dad who was like involved in all that too? Well, no, his dad was like gunned down. Yeah, yeah, over his but gambling I, debts. I don't know what. It, I'm not sure why he was gunned down. People but, say it's a uh, conspiracy theory, but. I, he was like suspend. Like when he went to play baseball for a year, he was like suspend. Like suspended. Like he. Yeah. That's the the, the theory. But that uh, is funny to me. And if that happened today, I mean, that Twitter is, would. Twitter yeah, would that is asking. a wild conspiracy that yeah. Twitter would run with. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And yeah. you basically don't. I. I that's this is the first time I've ever heard of that. So there we yeah, go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's my answer. A funny reason to retire. I'm th- I'm going to build off of the funniest injury we've ever heard of on the show. Okay. Uh, uh, which was um, uh, he played for the Vancouver Giants, Benson, the guy with the oh, infected yeah, yeah. ass, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Benson. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Benson was slated to be like a top round, first round pick in the NHL draft, and I think he went to Edmonton in the second round uh, of his draft year instead. And the reason that his stock fell so dramatically, like this is a guy who was slated to be a top five pick in the NHL draft, wound up going in the second round instead. And it's because he had an ingrown hair on his ass that became infected. And an infected ass kept him out of the lineup for at least two thirds, if not three quarters of his like draft eligible. Yeah, and then even worse, game. he got drafted by Edmonton. Yeah. So oh. you have an you have an infected ass, and then and then your whole your whole prize at the end of the infected ass rainbow is you have to go to Edmonton. The mm. infected ass of cities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a bad city. So I'm just imagining an ass infection that will just never clear up. <laughs> yeah. He, he has to retire, or he's addicted to shaving his ass, or he's going to keep getting <laughs> these ingrown hairs. <laughs> Doctor, yeah, that's like, probably what it came from. I never yeah. even thought of that. That's why yeah, I don't shave. How my... else would you get an ingrown ass hair? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I've been hospitalized for an ingrow from a bad ingrown infection. That's what they told me. Like, stop! Don't ever shave your pubes. So I have to. <laughs> I medically have to trim my pubes. I can't shave. <laughs> Because it runs in my family. My dad's been hospitalized a bunch for like ingrown hairs that were unrelated of shaving. So yeah. Oh my god! So if I ever get pubes shaved, I have to be like, actually, it's a medical condition. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's, have pres- you have prescription <laughs> pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's also just a funny image. Just opening up a prescription yeah. bottle, with a bunch of pubes. <laughs> oh fuck, that's funny. <laughs> These pubes oh, are prescription. Yeah. So I guess it's not a recurring infection so much as he just. He's addicted to having a smooth ass. Yeah. 
<laughs> retiring because he couldn't have a hairy ass. <laughs> like when they do the crime press conference and he goes up and he's like, this has been a hard, hard decision for me and my family, but I just, I can't. It became between the game that I love and having a gross, hairy ass. And I, I've always had a smooth ass. <laughs> I can't go back. <laughs> oh. oh, gotta keep it smooth as a baby's bottom. Yeah. Or what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> what was all this for? Yeah. If I can't have a smooth ass. All I, I was just, what I really thought about is, I thought of, you know, raising the cup. And just, you know, making it and doing that with a hairy ass would be worth it. And I said no. I said no. Oh, fuck. That, uh, that's, yeah, I mean, I can't think of a funnier reason to retire other than that. There you go. Uh, this next one comes to us from the Bisque Shithead Guy at Bisque <laughs> underscore shithead. Really good name. He asks... Which type of dipping sauce would be the most pleasant to be dropped into a vat of dunk tank style? Ooh, Conversely, a... which would be the least pleasant? Okay. Well, buffalo, the least pleasant. Uh, yeah, I was going to say some sort of like hot sauce. That, if you have any like open sores or wounds. Yeah, and I have a lot. Kind of so bad. The other option would be like... Um, you keep shaving your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like vinegar? I don't know if we're counting that as like a dipping sauce. No, vinegar's not a you... dipping sauce, really. Yeah, the buffalo... but that would be that would be incredibly painful as well. True. I'm also just thinking that, like, in terms of texture, something thick like sour cream would probably be horrible. Also, oh, you'd drown. You'd... No, you know, would though. like slap it when you hit in, right? Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. So it has to be like that. That is like the high end of like like thick. It's, it can't be that thick. It's got to be like a little. So for for instance, my choice would be. Uh, Chick-fil-A's Polynesian sauce. Okay. If you've never had that, it's uh, it's like the best fast food sauce available. Okay. And it's kind of thick, but still kind of like watery. So you'd, you'd sink in a little bit, but not too far. And it's this kind of tangy, delicious sauce. Um, and then, yeah, for worst, it, it has to be something like spicy and hot. Like it has to be hot sauce because you get it in your eyes, right? Yeah. The sauce is like thin too. Yeah, very watery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the worst sauce to get all in your eyes and shit? Fuck. I Garlic fr- aioli, would be pre- that would be good. I think. Oh, that'd be refreshing. Ooh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a great call. Yeah. Garlic's supposed to be good for you. Yeah. It's, it's an antioxidant. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. For, for me, the best sauce would be that uh, Szechuan sauce. Then just to, like, dump it right into a river and then just, like, film it and, like, tell, tell those fucking nerds, like, <laughs> fuck your stupid sauce. <laughs> the, 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 the fucking, Rick and Morty uh, The Rick and Morty sauce? McDonald's Szechuan's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, this is what I'm doing with my lifetime supply, just yeah. making a fucking dunk tank. Uh, and then say something into the camera, like... I don't even watch Bob's Burgers just to fuck with them even more. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like teriyaki might be the best. It's so, it's it's so, so sticky, sticky though. though. Yeah. 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 It would really just like coat every fucking ounce of your body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something a little runnier. I mean, ketchup would be a safe bet. Yeah. 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 I feel like if I got it, like, in my eyes and stuff, I could wipe it away and it wouldn't be yeah. too bad. Yeah. Yeah, good call, Stefan. Thank yeah. you. Ketchup. 
They, they're all bad for me, though. I, when I was, I'm, I'm like, this is such a weird thing to say. I have like a, a somewhat of a fear of dunk tanks. Okay. Because when I was in grade seven, I fell off of a dunk tank. Yeah. It was like the mechanism it, it was on was like uh, just like a, a pole thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, hey, you got to like, don't lean forward too much or you'll fall in, but don't lean backwards. And I was trying not to like lean in because I kept kind of like slipping into it. Like yeah. the thing would just – it was a poorly made dunk tank. The, and, the yeah. switch would hit and you just and, go. Yeah, so then I like leaned backwards too much and then just like fell like it would have been like nine feet like off of a dunk tank. And like my leg fell on the trailer hitch. It had like the biggest bruise I've ever had in my life. Oh, you didn't life. even fall in the water? No, I fell off the dunk tank. No oh, one had shit. even thrown a ball yet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Stefan, have you ever been in a dunk tank? I think so. Uh, but I fell on like the water part of it. So yeah. Wait, wait yeah. what do you mean? I think so. I'm trying I, to remember. Like it'd be pretty I, memorable. I'm fairly certain I did. Part of like at, a like sports a, day or something in elementary yeah. school. Yeah. yeah, I I'm fairly certain I have been in a dunk tank before. <laughs> okay, I I, so. I was involved uh, as a volunteer slash local celebrity uh, at uh, Tim Hortons camp day in Chetwind in 2014. I want to say. So we were doing like live radio hits from the Tim Hortons parking lot all afternoon long. And they put yeah. me in the tank to let kids just come up and you know drop some money to try and soak me essentially. And I fell in probably like seven times, ten maybe ten times over the course of an hour. It was cheating though. Like they would just let the kids. It was like a five year old kid who buys like three balls gets to take their turn, and they can't throw because they're five years old. The kid gets upset. They just be like, oh, you can just press the button. Yeah. Like, really? I'm in the tank. I feel like I should have some sort of say in that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, similar thing. Like, it, it hurt me. The One of the times, like, when I dropped, I feel like the, like, mechanism where the, the like, hinge is, like, caught yeah. me in, like, the back of the head, essentially, oh, as I went down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just, like, slumped hard <laughs> into the water. Oh, it was God. like, it looked like yeah. I died, maybe. <laughs> Uh, but I did eventually get back out and was like, "Someone no. had, someone has to have drowned in a dunk tank, right?" I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up after the show. But someone, no, at look, some point, dude, please look it up right now. Why don't we? You move on to the next question. I'm gonna research this right now. Okay. Because the next, I'm really excited for the next. This is not helping my fear of dunk tanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is well, a pretty avoidable. What, what's fear. gonna help you, really? Yeah. <laughs> I would love if a therapist was like, "You need to get over your fear of dunk tanks, <laughs> Ryan. We have to confront this." In the wild, I'm taking you to, uh, I don't fucking I don't even know where you would find a dunk tank in the wild. <laughs> Tim Hortons Camp Day, that's about it. Um, this The number one question of the week, though, for 300 points, and the points are valuable because we did recently reboot the standings at the midway point of the year. Uh, number one question comes in from Ricky M. at Real Rich Murr. And he asks, since he's not there... Please do your best John impression. The more smug, the better. Okay. I've got, I've got like, part of one here. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, John Collin here. Just drinking a sparkling water. Uh, I'm wearing a button-down with a lot of dots on it. The dots are close together. Uh, it's kind of a weird look, but that's, that's my whole thing. Uh, if, you have, if you have Twitter, uh, check me out uh, at Colin the Comic. That's my comedy account. You can also check Colin the Curler. That's my curling account. You can also check Colin the Curler podcast. It's my podcast about curling. Uh, and it's kind of a different persona from my, my other podcast, Real Good Show, which is, which is my Colin the Comic uh, persona on there. The Colin the Curler persona, again, is, uh, has a podcast called 
Colin the Curler podcast. You can check that out at at Colin the Curler underscore podcast. And there's an underscore at the end there too because someone already <laughs> taken it somehow for some reason. Uh, you can also check my uh, my work account at Colin the Teacher. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do have a podcast about that. No Twitter account yet, but it's going to probably be something along the lines of the other ones, which is uh, you know uh, at at uh, Colin the Teacher podcast, something along those lines. You can probably guess. Uh, I'll, and I'll make a big announcement when, when it does happen. You can also follow my personal account uh, at John Cullen underscore personal underscore account. Um, and I do have a podcast for that as well. Uh, John Cullen personal pod. Uh, and uh, if you do, if you want any of my thoughts on, uh, on, my, on my favorite, the newest uh, LaCroix flavors, uh, check out uh, my blog, uh, johncollinsparklingwater.com. And there is a Twitter account that goes with that as well, uh, at John Cullen Sparkling Water. Uh, and there's a podcast that goes with that too, and it's Cullen the Sparkling Water Fan Podcast. So kind of, I, I, the branding got a little, uh, I crossed my wires there, um, but uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you can you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm on there. What about uh, your soccer takes? If I wanted to find those, uh, I mean, well, there's like a, some podcast that I do. Uh, about soccer, <laughs> so. uh, well, I don't know how we're going to top that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, do you do you have an impression ready to go, Ryan? Um, man. Okay, for the listeners at home, Ryan, while Stefan was doing his impression, left the room, went into John's bedroom, and has come back in like three of his shirts. Yes. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a bigger boy than John, so <laughs> what I did was I just took – I always carry a blade on me at all times, got to say strapped <laughs> – uh, so what I did was I cut uh, his his shirts, and now we've kind of used like the safety pins that you always keep in the studio. So now it's it's weird. Like uh, I've got a little too many armholes. Um, I feel like John wouldn't wear this, but I feel like the extra John fragrance on this is really helping me capture his essence. Okay. So I'm finding that easy. Uh, I'm really having difficulty seeing and feeling nauseous wearing his glasses. Like I have perfect 2020 vision. <laughs> And uh, I'll be honest, I've never held one of these before, but these fucking kick curling rocks are so heavy. Um, I really fucked up his laminate floor just dragging it across. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, I've, I've, I've acted in one Canadian indie film, so I can – I'll uh, get into character. Okay, okay. okay. What the fuck, Justin? <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Like, you're not doing good at the thing that you're supposed to be doing. What the hell? Anyways, um, John Collin here. Yeah, I am, uh, I am currently uh, working with a fast food place. I can't say which one that is. Uh, this doesn't sound like me at all, but I feel like it's getting the point across. Baby! Um, I love cottages. <laughs> so that was a lot of buildup for no payoff. No, that, that feels like... Uh... I feel like that's the truest to the spirit of John. I wanted to do one of his bits, but that's actually legit inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> like wearing wearing his clothes and like smelling his mail is one thing, but like smelling his mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the scent. You get the scent of the mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you don't smell your mail. <laughs> no, I've never smelled my mail before. Yeah. Well, I well, it's weird. I grew up. Uh, my grandmother, she had visual. She was visually impaired, so she could say she could always smell. It always smelled like Ireland if it was like from the Irish pension plan. She would get her mail. <laughs> I wish that was true. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, it felt real to me. You really sold it. Well, oh. 
That's those, Justin, this those, is the moment those, we've all been waiting for. Those acting chops way. on display. Yeah, I know. I'm just uh, – and- Go ahead. And John's ready for it, too. John's, John says, whenever you're ready, he's, he's very excited for this. Okay, okay. Also, tell him the floor isn't that fucked up, but Jesus Christ, it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Give me a second here. Okay. I, need, I need to put my beer away to get further into character. Yes, got to get into character. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Got to include some coughing sounds on mic, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah. Takes a part of me. Oh, baby. Oh, it's so good. Oh, listen to it. This is good. Yeah, it is great. Just listen to it. From me. Life's gotta always be messing with me. Can't let me be free. Can't I take away all this pain? I try to every night, all in vain. In vain. Sometimes I cannot tell this place. Sometimes it's my life I can't taste Sometimes I cannot feel my face You'll never see me fall from grace Something takes a part of me You and I were meant to be Sachi but for me Something takes a part of me. A boom, back a boom, back a boom, back a boom, back a boom, boom, back a doom, back a boom, boom, back a doom. Go! Oh, that was great, right? We all loved uh, just listening to that song for close to two minutes. I loved I say, it. I would say. That, that was like a 95 percent hey, hey. I, I would give that impression but i'm not would... done yet we're close okay, to the end sorry. of the show sorry. right sorry guy never lets me plug guy never asks if i have anything to plug i'm gonna be in toronto i got dates in toronto come through if you're in toronto come through see your boy yuck yucks july 20 whatever to 29th or whatever i did seven days in a row there just if you've seen <laughs> yuck yucks in toronto just show up i'll probably be there come see your boy and of course uh, uh rap battles is the second wednesday of every third friday of this <laughs> fifth month of the year i'll be there dj hate crimes in the house baby <laughs> Uh, what's the uh, podcast link for DJ Hate Crimes Twitter feed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That was it. That was beautiful. That was very good. Yeah. Was, seems like you had a lot of pent up uh, <laughs> feelings. Yeah. That was good. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited to see what John said because he stepped. He stepped away. He had to go. Uh, he had to go record a podcast uh, about curling and soccer <laughs> at the same time. So. Uh, and look forward to, of course, his Cottage Life podcast as well, uh, based on his experiences swimming in the in the lake at the cottage uh, over the course of this afternoon. Uh, can't wait for that. But in the meantime, <laughs> let's, 
let's move on to everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been playing this uh, Switch game called Octopath Traveler. Yeah. It's like a JRPG uh, with a good combat system. And I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, it's weird because it's eight separate stories and none of them intertwine, which you would expect with like a, an RPG. So yeah, it's the Square Enix kind game, of, right? Yeah, so it's kind of the downside to it is that there's no like big connecting story, which is a little weird, but the gameplay makes up for it. So that would be my one good thing is Octopath Travelers. It's terrible names, very stupid name. Are you disappointed by the maps being too linear? I've heard that this is a complaint that everything is like yeah, too they, straightforward. They, they sort of are. There's like cave, there's like little hidden caves and stuff, but nothing too crazy. I mean, it's I'm still relatively early on in the game too, but I, the combat is so good that. It may, kind of makes up for all the other shortcomings. So okay, yeah, cool. There you go. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm going to recommend a book. There we go. I was waiting for it. I was <laughs> waiting for the John impression to continue. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I don't read. I, don't know. I got nothing. Books to recommend. <laughs> That's. I actually do have a, a book I'd like to recommend. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's this guy. He I found like his lectures on YouTube, uh, and he's got this great book out that's really been helping me with my life. No, dude, damn, damn it, damn it, I broke. Have you been cleaning your room lately? Yeah, I've been cleaning my room. Like, I didn't really understand it, but I've been like eating a lot of lobster. Uh, I feel really sick. I might have an allergy, but that's just, uh, that's, how you, that's how hierarchies work. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, recommend fruits in season. Whatever fruit and vegetables are in season, eat them. No, shut up, shut up. <laughs> This is real, man. Well, this is the best recommendation we've ever had on the show. Yeah, whatever fruit is in season, like man, bear, like if we, it's if like, you're in, it's like peach season now, I yeah, think. peach, ne- nectarines, nectarines. nectarines that's sure. what yeah. inspired this. Nectarines and blueberries. Just eat fruit uh, over your sink, or eat fruit at the beach, and then when you get it, the juice on yourself, you go in the ocean. Yeah, that's what a bath is. <laughs> But yeah, eat whatever is in season. Summertime, like the winters, is like that's the time to eat soup and pasta. But now, see fruit, man. Yeah, whatever fruits in season, eat some fruit. Whatever fruit you can get. Well, whatever wherever in you live, uh, if it's in season and yeah. cheap and affordable. Yes, just fucking just melon ball a watermelon and go yeah. have it. Have a day of it. I don't think we've quite arrived there yet, but we are coming up in a couple weeks' time yeah. on the point of the year where. Those huge fucking bags of cherries yep. are like couldn't be cheaper because they're just trying to get them out the door. Yeah, my parents have a cherry tree, so I know late Ooh. August diarrhea, buddy. <laughs> 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 it's the best time of year. Oh, all right. I am going to recommend a film. Of course you are. That was John weighing in again. Um, 
I mentioned that I'd seen it last week, but I recommended something else instead. This week, I really have just worked a lot, so I have nothing to recommend beyond uh, what I enjoyed before we recorded last week's episode. It is called Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it is, of course, a big Marvel blockbuster. You don't need me to tell you what it is at this point. Uh, I do want to say the movie is like just like overwhelmingly pleasant. It is not nice. as laugh-out-loud funny as the first one was, because I feel like the creative influence of Edgar Wright that was all over that first Ant-Man movie is no longer there, as he was not affiliated with the production of this film in any way. But I think like Marvel superhero movies get um, uh, criticized for like having villains that are so secondary that they like are a non-entity. This is like the most extreme version of that, where this movie could exist... With no villain whatsoever. Like, there is ostensibly a villain in this story, but even she has, like, very clear, like, sympathetic motivations. More than, like, creating a villain, the movie just does an excellent job of creating, like, a comedic foil. Like, a perfect counterbalance on the opposite side of the ledger of every single primary character in the entire movie. Uh, so, like, all of the returning characters from the first one, uh, Michael Pena, who's uh, super funny. So good. So his, funny. His counterpart on the villainous side is uh, Walton Goggins in this film. Yeah. And so the two of those guys just going head-to-head is an absolute delight. Uh, it's got very creative and inventive action sequences. The counter for Michael Douglas is uh, Lawrence Fishburne, who gets to be Ooh. pretty cool in this movie as well. Uh, and everybody, it's just one of those movies where... Uh, I feel like relative to other superhero genre movies or or action films in general, uh, I just feel like the relationships in the Ant-Man world are, like, very deeply drawn, and you just feel how much everybody cares about each other. Yeah. So even if the stakes of the plot are low in terms of, like, the fate of the world is not hanging in the balance, because you feel how much everybody cares about each other, if it's personal stakes within the story, it's still feels like it's extremely large because you come to care about the characters as well. Yeah. Uh, and great uh, post-credit scene too. Uh, super depressing post-credit scene. Yeah. But uh, worth sticking around for. Yeah, absolutely. But just a, a very fun movie. I thought Randall Park, who is kind of uh, the, the, the foil for uh, Paul Rudd in the movie, is yeah. super funny. There is a lengthy like through-line gag throughout the entire film about close-up magic tricks that characters learn from YouTube videos yeah. online that, like, every time that comes up, I thought was just hysterical. Uh, and just, like, you know, at a time when I feel like a lot of uh, blockbuster films, superhero otherwise, are just, like, super dark and grim and joyless, this is a movie that, like, to be characterized in one word is just so pleasant. It was just very nice. <laughs> And so if you want to uh, spend a nice two hours in an air-conditioned theater watching something that will entertain you, I would recommend Ant-Man and the Wasp. There you go. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate has been uh, the absent John Cullen, I should say, as we record live. He's been here, I think. In the Rohit Good studio. No, I've become him. (laughs) <laughs> I am now become I am now become John <laughs> I am become John Destroyer of, of, of bits yeah, of bits basically oh, that, No that, that's not true No that's not true at all uh, Our producer is Daniel Cazetto who is back behind the boards baby this week Daniel welcome back 
happy to have you here. Uh, makes my life a lot easier, I gotta tell you. that. Maybe nobody else cares about that. I care about that. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow, where by the time you hear this for a $5 donation... It is available now on the Patreon feed, our Pacific Rim episode with friend of the show, Jesse Farrar. We went a hundred minutes long talking about Guillermo del Toro's Pacific Rim. A lot of it was just like making fun of Stefan as well. So if you uh, have a feeling that, you know, spending a hundred minutes with the real good boys and, and your pal JF will be a good time, I think you will get a kick out of that. And your $5 uh, on the Patreon donation feed are really going to be worth your while next month as we kick off... The Summer of Sheldon. We are doing six episodes in a row of Young Sheldon, and we will talk about them on six separate bonus episodes on the Patreon feed, where we are going to be joined by a slew, just a murderer's row of fantastic guests. The hilarious Brian Garr is going to join us for one of those. Ivan Decker will join us. Fan favorite Jenny Taves will join us. Chris James will join us. And, of course, the boys from your Kickstarter sucks, both uh, Michael Hale and Jesse Farrar. At the same time. Going to join us for one of those. And, of course, you might be thinking, wait a second, that's just five episodes. You said there would be six. Who's going to join on the sixth one? Will it be Ryan? He is wearing John's clothes. No, it might be you. Because if you donate as a $5 donor or more to the Patreon feed before August 29th, you will be entered into a draw where every single one of our donors is eligible for a guest spot on the sixth and final episode of uh, The Summer of Sheldon. I guess, I don't even know, do we have a name for the show? Uh, I think just the summer of Sheldon. That's right? like that real good with? Sheldon, I guess. Just completing. Yeah, the, real uh, good Sheldon. I mean, that works. Yeah. <laughs> kind of lazy, but it's, 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 it's about yeah. the laziest thing we could do. But perhaps no yeah. more creatively lazy than coming up with Young Sheldon, Sheldon as a show. That's itself. true, exactly. Uh, so head on over uh, to the Patreon feed and enjoy that. Uh, our guest this week, of course, has been Ryan Williams. Ryan, yeah. uh, one more time, do you want to plug uh, your your goings on? Yeah, so uh, definitely Friday 27th is where I'm going to announce that you can uh, probably uh, vote for me in SiriusXM Tom Comic. And there's like a very good chance that the, the announcement will also coincide with the voting opening. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you, uh, if, if, if we can get serious for a second, uh, first of all, I need to win this money because, uh, I think these three shirts I cut up were really expensive and John's floor is just <laughs> fucked and it looks like good laminate, like stuff like, like from the midsection at Home Depot. So that's five grand right there. And, uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want to follow me on social media for the day, I have, I've basically plotted out like funny videos. Uh, it's going to be a week of like dumb videos, then a week of a very serious theme uh, where the point well, – I'll just say it right now. I wrote a week of sketches where the idea is you vote for me because if I win $25,000, it supports diversity in comedy because I owe all these people of color that are comedians like a ton of money. So that's uh, that's a theme of – I'm also going to bear mace myself for a video. Uh, I'm going to tomorrow – no, on Wednesday on my birthday, I'm going to film it and I'm going to attempt to do the grouse grind in ski boots. So there's a lot of fun stuff planned. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that might not go all the way. Uh I'm going to start at 6 o'clock, and I know they want you to take that gondola down like uh, at 9-ish or whatever. So if I get to the halfway point and like we're not even close, the shoes are going on. Yeah, the shoes are going on. 
So yeah, I got a lot of fun stuff. And got, they can find you on social media. Yeah, well, see, they're gonna have trouble finding me because there's so many Ryan Williams. <laughs> but uh, if you want to go ahead, I'm at, at Ryan or not on Twitter, and then at Ryan or not, but with two R's in or on Instagram. That's where a lot of videos are going to be going up. And just add me as a friend on Facebook. Like the stuff I'll be posting there will all be like dumb videos plugging this. And then after you can say this sucks. And if you want to harass other Ryan Williamses on Twitter to get them to change their name for the duration of the contest, uh, I don't approve that, but that would probably be pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, anything you would like to plug? Do you have no, any dates? Do you have any stand-up uh, shows, Ryan? Uh, every Tuesday at Granville Island, uh, Full Pint Comedy. I have like a bunch of dates with the Yug Yugs, but my phone's dead, so whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that, that Full Pint at Granville Island, that's a great space. Thank I you. Know, you guys have been doing a great job there. So Yeah, we had to, two weeks got canceled because of a fire, but we're yes. back. The fire's gone. We didn't start it. It was always, oh, God. But you yeah, to sorry. enjoy a nice flight. Yeah. And no, a flight the, of fancy as well as you just laugh the night away. Yeah, the flights are, again, just the flights are not available during the show. That's like our big thing. They do no flights during the show. <laughs> so if you want flights, you got to come before doors open yeah. for the show. So come before 8 p.m. Too many comedians were being paddled. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just the servers just hate the flight so much. <laughs> <laughs> they hate it so much, and they already have to deal with the comedy show. Yeah. Uh, so I don't yeah, know. No, it's hard to balance those things, right? Like, Oh, they're, they're the worst. They're a big spill threat, for sure. They And they don't do paddles at Granville Island. Uh, they do oh. They do it on the tray, so it's... Oh, jeez. Oh, Fuck. Yeah, okay. they, so they work. They work pretty hard. Make sure you tip your servers. And may, you know what? If you want to have fun, our uh, our full pints where their twenty ounce beers are on special for only five fifty. That's twenty ounces of beer wow. for five fifty. Add do half raspberry and half hefeweizen for a nice summer treat. Really, you can do half and half. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Stefan, I interrupted your plugs. No, I don't have any. I mean, well, we've got the the stream. We're doing the roast of of Rob Wisman on August. Fifth uh, Sunday, August fifth at seven p.m. Pacific. So I'll promote that a bit more. That's in like two weeks. Are so. you a little nervous about what you're going to do when you run out of members of of the stream to roast? Well, well, I mean, uh, so we would bring like so it's every couple months we do a roast. So I'm up next in like two months, and then it would be uh, we'd bring on like Mike and then Chris, and then I think we would just roast Jesse again. My idea, <laughs> and I, I came up with the idea to uh, to. Not on, not in time was the Comedy Central roast of Bruce Willis is happening on like the 29th, and I wanted to do a stream this weekend maybe where we did the Comedy Central roast of Bruce Willis and it was just Jesse in like a bald cap before we pretended he was Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think we're going to be able to pull it off in time. I'm going to bring it up. Maybe we might try and do it on on Wednesday even as like a last minute thing. So I would we'll watch see. that. I would for yeah. sure watch that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm super into that. All right, uh, and as usual, of course. Uh, you can hear me and uh, also uh, the, enjoy the work that I am doing uh, by tuning into the starting lineup on Sportsnet 650. If you happen to be awake between the hours of 5.30 and 9 a.m. and feel like tuning into 6.50 on the a.m. dial in the Vancouver area. It's also available as a podcast, so maybe look at that as well. But 
I don't want to direct you to another podcast. That feels like cheating. Of course, if you want to support this podcast, you can rate and review it on iTunes. That always gives us a nice little boost in their algorithms. And just tell people that you like it. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, to find photos and videos of every single thing that we talked about this week, uh, such as uh, the, the weird Arland Bruce uh, <laughs> <laughs> Death of Spider-Man Michael Jackson tribute video, you probably so find good. that. And of course, uh, photos of orbits as well. Head on over to the blog at realgoodshow.com. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. I'm Stefan Heck. John Collin. I'm John Collin forever now. <laughs> be real. Be good. Be real good. Dunk tank. <laughs> I think John might have said dunk tank. Yeah, I think so. he did. He was whispering in your ear, right? He told you what he, to say. He did, actually. He did. Yeah. yeah so. I was going to say cottage, but uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that would be good, too. Things. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. It is what well, it is. Anyways, maybe next time. Yeah. I think we have to go try and. Uh, Fix the linoleum in the other room. Yeah, just right. Put, put John's yes. shirts back in the closet too. Well, honestly, just j- cover the cover the linoleum with John's shirts. <laughs> I'm just gonna go full in and just try and commit ID fraud and take John's identity. So then it's my apartment. So then it's like I'll fuck my own floors up. I'm John Collin. I don't give a shit. Takes a part of me Something lost and never seen Every time I start to believe Something's raped and taken from me From me Life's gotta always be messing with me Can't it chill and let me be free Can't I take away
before we get in, Stefan, to the donor thank yous here, which yes. we will in just a second, uh, we actually got an email that I meant to read on the show this week because, of course, we asked the uh, listeners if you would put your girlfriend on blast about her dependence on bottled water. Right. And we did get an email about that. Uh, okay. One of our three Vancouver area listeners who happens to be female wrote in. She said, one of three Vancouver female listeners here. Hi. Uh, it's Fiona, last name withheld. She says, never drink <laughs> bottled water. Love Vancouver water to a slightly excessive degree. My Toronto good, friends good. regularly complained about my comparisons between shitty Toronto water and great Vancouver water during my ill-advised Ontario years. I'm assuming they also complained that she said cabin instead of cottage all the time. Oh, I'm sh- absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she says, in fairness to them, I did once announce, quote, North Van tap water, end quote, as my favorite drink. Which is next level West Coast douchey. However, regardless of my strong opinions, Stefan definitely did sewer his girlfriend. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I don't, okay. I guess I sort of did. I, I'm sorry. You absolutely did. She goes on to say. I'm sorry. Also, love the show. Thank you for reinforcing all of my strong anti-Lindenning biases. Although she would be pissed at me for saying this, please make my sister come back on. Thanks. And that is uh, from Grania's sister, Fiona. So, Fiona, thank you for listening. Would love to have Grania back on the show. And uh, thank you for confirming that Stefan did indeed sewer his girlfriend. Uh, and actually, we got a request this week, Stefan, from a donor... Uh, who asked that uh, we play the donor theme when we thank him for his donation. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. parents. First of all, welcome back to the fold, or welcome to the fold, I'm not sure. Corey Davis is the new donor this welcome, week. Welcome, Corey. Corey, thank you. We, of course, just heard the theme song that people were requesting. So, that already happened. <laughs> uh, Max, as well, became a $5 donor. Just Max. No last name attached thank to Thank you, that. Max. We have, we have several Maxes, I think, so yeah. welcome, to the, welcome to the fold. We haven't hit our max max, but we are approaching the limit. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ben Ulrich, also a new donor this week. Looking for that uh, Pacific Rim content that we are happy to provide. Ben, uh, you, I believe you have the same name as a Spider-Man character, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's a, one of the newspaper writers at the Daily Bugle. <laughs> so congratulations God, to you, How ben. do you know that? <laughs> he was in Daredevil Season 1. He's, he died. Uh, spoiler alert okay. for Daredevil right. Season 1. Uh, also, also welcome to the fold, Mitch Rake. Which I think is the way you say that name. R-A-E-C-K. Rake? That sounds I like. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Mitch. Yeah, and if I got it wrong, feel free to rake me, if you know what I'm saying. Rake him over the coals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, He's never heard this joke. No, never. Never. <laughs> uh, also welcome to the fold, Danny Perez. Welcome, Danny. Danny, thank you so much for uh, for supporting the program. Uh, this might be my favorite name of any donor we've ever had, Stefan. 
So brace yourself. Are you sitting down? Okay. Yes. Well, welcome to the Patreon fold, Forest Lightheart. Oh, what a name. Yeah. It was cut what off when I first went to read it, and it was just Forest Light H, and I was hoping his name was going to be Forest Lighthouse. <laughs> that would be, that's the only one that would be possibly better, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Forest. <laughs> Kyle Myers has returned to the fold. Kyle, welcome back. Welcome, Kyle. Seth Guile, also a $5 patron this month. As well as Michael Norman, John O'Rourke, and Alex Olson. Not a lot of funny Welcome names everyone. this month. I want to no, be able to but... riff on these. Mitch Rake was the closest I came. Also, Forrest Lightheart. Great name. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you should call the character. Like, the lead character in a JRPG is named yes. Forrest Lightheart. That's a JRPG-ass name for sure. Well, yeah. thank you, everyone. <laughs> I'm sure, sure we'll get some more once the episode drops. The, the new, one yesterday, I guess? The new star-supporting character in Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3 yeah. is for sure named Forrest Lightheart. Forrest and Rake <laughs> probably don't get along very well. <laughs> oh, my God. They're always at odds. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just leave it at that, shall we? Good Lord. Okay. My name is John R- Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks for donating. Hope you enjoyed the Pacific Rim episode. See you next week. Bye. 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 Oh, motherfucker. Shit. Shut the fuck up there. Someone else. Las Vegas odds say he won't hit one more time, and he doesn't. Thanks, Batman. Billy, read me. He was named after Raekwon the chef, the guy from Wu-Tang Clan. You have some problems, you go emergency toilet for five minutes, urine, and then you say, and you, then you hit let and you don't say sorry, you think you're a good kid. I ain't getting this one, boys. <laughs> We're going to give them two minutes to think about what they've done. Consider yourself a pretty good tracker then, huh? Well, if it's just blatantly obvious and curious where this sucker lived, and so I walked about half, uh, half a mile out of my way to sort that out my bad my friend i'm sorry okay but if you let it get the hat by wednesday then you pay 20 no back by, it won't floor. get the hat by it, right by if wednesday it's going to be 40 and then on friday it'll be 40 not 40 again. 20 yeah. it's gonna be 20 no <laughs> it's gonna be 20 <laughs> not half half of 80 is 40 but no listen to what i'm saying just fucking play score google me i've been in your hot tub scotty you know you know this body those horses are back safe at the farm after quite the escapade this evening they made it through these woods and straight on to route two during heavy traffic both of these nuts cage fighter both of these nuts rolling to victory by a head over cage fighter well, What's the odds of a horse being called modesty? I thought we were going to blur that. No, 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 we were going to blur it, but we thought, no, let's just roll the dice. Our ass is in the jackpot, we don't do something there. It's Antoine Roussel, and it's time for Ride with Bruce, starring me, Bruce. Awkward point, very well made. Miami. Through all of that, you know, it's taught me how to be a wizard. <laughs>